right. So the takeaway, the product team needs to own revenue goals. That's the main thing. Uh, and when we own revenue goals, then we have to understand how to get to those targets. So not only we need to understand, are we building something valuable and we're going to drive engagement and all of those KPIs that we're used to measure, but are we actually going to convert that usage into uh, money? Uh, and it just makes sense that the product team owns the research to achieve these goals. All right, so with that is just the q and I hope that uh, that was helpful to you all. Awesome, Alvaro, super interesting uh, presentation. Um, we have about three minutes, so I think we can squeeze in a couple of questions while we're at it. Maybe before we start on the on the business stuff, what kind of chicken restaurant? <laughs> it's a it's a takeout with roast chicken and sides. Like rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yes. So uh, my background is Portuguese. My parents are from the Azores, and uh, like that's the go to Portuguese takeaway is rotisserie chicken with rice and veggies and inside. So I'll have to check that out. I love Austin. You know when you get to Austin. Yeah, I, I'm there often. So I'll, I'll check it out when, next time I'm in town. Uh, cool. Um, listen, one of the things that stuck out at me was this idea that product people, UX research people, whatever category you need to get over this. Like, I think it's an uncomfortable uncomfortableness talking about money or monetization. Mm -hmm. Uh, and asking those questions. Um, is, is that what you were alluding to? And how do you help them get over that? Well, I think, uh, you know, I, I think when you have a sales-led motion where you don't have product-led growth, yeah. revenue is a little bit too distant from product because it's, it's a lagging indicator. If we measure the product team by how much money sales can convert into actual uh, money for the company and growth, mm. And we don't know if we're building the right thing. So for a long time in sales, B2B, sales-driven organizations, product has been just kind of detached from that revenue target. Sure. So we got very uncomfortable at talking about money because we just don't have to. But when you introduce product like growth, then now you have to switch that mentality because if you've worked all your career in a B2B environment, sales-led environment, and now you're asking those same UX teams, those same product teams to now go and talk about money and own money. Uh, it is an uncomfortable conversation with customers because they think that, or we think that that's not what we're there to do. And so we just don't know how to ask those questions. And we have a fear that if we ask that question, the customer is just not going to respond or is just going to um, not be honest about that. that yeah, answer. for sure. Well, that's a good segue into the next question, which was related to your comment around, you know, third party vendors going to do a better job. Right. And I think that really falls into there's kind of two reasons that people default to that. One is to get over this uncomfortableness that we just discussed. Two is an idea that like they know how to do research better or that's their expertise. And like, I'm not necessarily like a research person. I don't know how to write questions that aren't you know, leading or biased. Um, do you think that's one of the reasons? And again, how do you like get your organization to get over that? Well, I mean, there's so many resources to write good questions. Like even SurveyMonkey will just tell, tell you the right questions to ask customers and rephrase them correctly. Um, so yes, you need to, if you're sending a survey, you need to ask the right questions. If you're interviewing, you need to ask the right questions that they're not leading questions. But 
I'm, I'm starting from the basis that a product organization and a UX organization at least know not how not to ask bias questions. Now, how do you determine ranges of price? That is a little bit different, but that's not what you're trying. To, you're not trying to come up with a number. Hey, our product should be at $300. You're trying to come up with customers intent to purchase if that product existed. And you're trying to get very accurate at that. And to do that, you need to include that research in a continuous research practice. And so when you think about organizations externally, you're not going to do that uh, continuous because that's going to probably cost you a lot of money. Uh, and so you probably want to bring a lot of that practice in, in, in house and you don't need to be as sophisticated to include on your daily practice of research some of those questions about willingness to pay. For sure. Alvaro, we're, we're at time. Uh, for everyone listening, if you work in the construction industry, if you're a general contractor, subcontractor, or know anybody in that business, definitely go check out Procore.com. Uh, killer solution, leader in that space, I believe. Um, so that's easy. If folks listening want to connect to you, Alvaro, what's the best way to do that? Uh, LinkedIn. It will probably be, uh, I'd say Twitter, but I, I'm not really active on Twitter. So if you want to reach out to me, just send me a message on LinkedIn. No, I'm pretty quick at responding there. Cool. Uh, Alvaro, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Speakers like you make all the difference to making Hot Takes Live a success. Alvaro, thank you so much. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, everyone. Bye.